Hello, family and friends. Because as we know, the only people that are going to be listening to the first episode are family and friends. <laughs> this is a new podcast. This is the podcast that my bookkeeper said I could not afford to start. This is also the <coughs> podcast that is rumoured to be a reason for us to stay away from our wives, families and fiancés, but uh, that will be up for debate during the show. This is Slam Jam, the podcast. Sitting with me today are my two co-hosts, Ty Iterolde and Colin Kugler. My name is Adam Hall, and this year we are going to be following the MLP season. Amongst other things, we'll also take in the NLP season and the Australian Championships for Pickleball, etc. But really, we thought on the back of a brand new league starting up, courtesy of Pacific Pickleball, in conjunction with Major League Pickleball, we thought we'd start our own podcast and really di- deep dive into a bit of critical analysis, a bit of fun, probably take the mickey out of uh, players, teams and the like, hold the administration accountable and uh, really have some fun with this. So introducing my first co-host, he goes by the DJ name of Coco Butters. Mr. Colin Kugler, welcome to the podcast. Ooh, I hope my tunes is smooth in your ears like my DJ abilities. <laughs> Thank you very much, Adam, for uh, organizing this. I'm looking forward to uh, giving my two cents here and there. I've been playing pickleball for, I'd say, a little bit over four years now, ever since my mom gave me a wooden paddle that she flew over from the States. And uh, now I still have that paddle, uh, but I don't use it anymore. Um, but I enjoy the game. I enjoy meeting new people, and I look forward to uh, talking about the future upcoming tournaments um, and the leagues that are happening here in Australia. Awesome to hear. I look forward to uh, seeing this wooden paddle one day. Um, I've never knew that you started with a wooden paddle. Yeah, well, you know, what's the term when you uh, never win a game? Is it a wooden spoon? Uh. It was similar to that, um, but a bit bigger, like a paddle. And um, I literally rocked up to the Miami courts with it, and I believe Ty was uh, next to me. And I literally thought that's what everyone used in pickleball until uh, we met Mike uh, Newell, and he had some carbon fiber, and I thought he was cheating. He was. Tiny, until he uh, yeah. kindly told me how this game is played, the rules, and the equipment that you're allowed to use. And uh, we've come a long way since then. Plus his bionic hip that he got. So that was also... That was a that fresh was hip. Yeah, that was, that was And Ty uh another co-host of this fabulous podcast. You might know us from Slam Jam, the event that normally takes place in Corumban. Uh, the last one... I don't want to say the last one was the last one, but we were on notice after the last one, <laughs> so, weren't we? Yeah, I, well, because like really, when you if you took the average blood alcohol level of the players, I mean, honestly, what was the what was the over under? Point oh seven. Yeah, give or take. <laughs> Would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know I had a wicked hangover both days, so um, it lived up to its name. I would say. Am I too far away? There we go. A little bit. Um, first of all, Adam, awesome for putting this thing together. Your intro was fantastic. Thanks. You went from pre-meeting, um, like a <laughs> scramble. Yeah, yeah, pre-meeting scramble. Um, I would say maturity was around a, a twenty-year-old, and then you got very, very serious when it came to the intro. So 
Appreciate you doing that. I'd really like to describe myself in this chair as um, the producer that brings you two back into line <laughs> and puts us back on a run sheet. That's yeah, I think fair. Holly That's, always wanted to get into radio, and this yeah. is probably the closest I, thing he's yeah. ever going to get. And I feel like I'm in the principal's office because Colin and I are sitting here next to each <laughs> other, and, and we're just being judged over here by by, uh, <laughs> by the by, little uh, work we did who, to prepare yeah, who, for who, this. By the way, yeah, before, before he met me, one of the first things he said, he listened to a podcast I was on for the business, and he goes, wow, you really, what did what, you say? You sound uh, like a better bloke on a podcast <laughs> than you do in real life. Like you present better yeah, yeah, exactly. in a podcast Yeah, so get to know me life. and you'll be sadly disappointed. Yeah, yeah is, what, is what he meant. And hey, the, we the, might be able to do LinkedIn bio for that old podcast. Yeah, we yeah, could. Check, yeah. check the link in our bio. We don't even have an Instagram yet. <laughs> yeah, true. Actually, we better, well, we better get an Instagram before well, somebody no, takes what it. What we should do is actually get an official name because before this, Colin wanted uh, to. I had he a few was names. a yellow flag. On the uh, on the even be called the, uh, even being yes, called the Slam Jam podcast with all our subscribers. Obviously, we're going to be getting after episode one. It'd be great if they can just like this and also comment maybe a future name. Um, I have a few up there. I, I like three mates, one pickle. Yep. Um, That's naughty. That's a naughty <laughs> reference. Yeah, I'm not sure who's going to get it. But well, if you get that reference, I'm just, not even sure I'm going to subscribe. Just let us know. what. Yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. We don't. Even You're the, the closest to 40, though. You wouldn't know how to subscribe. <laughs> Fair statement. True All right, well, we'll stick to that's Slam Jam. Good. How about Slam Jammers? Or we'll uh, we'll work on it. <laughs> True. Um, also, my pickleball background is it's not oh, much tell of us. one. Tell it's, us. Sorry. It's not much of one. However, it is important to note that I do have the first ever nudie run at Currumbin Courts. So we lost 11-0. Are you looking at me like I was with you? I think you beat me. Okay, thank you. And I think Jesus. then, and then as a joke, as we always say, nudie run. Mm. And I took it very seriously because I knew there was history to be made. And yeah. I did a full lap. You did a full moon. Full moon, full <laughs> lap. And that's, I feel like at this point, it's the highlight of my pickleball well, life. Ever yeah. since then, they've put cameras up. Yeah. yeah, I know. They didn't have a Zoom strong enough. <laughs> no Zoom technology on those cameras. I've got a That's few it. warnings with those cameras. So they're, they're live and well. They are working. Uh, nice courts. Super yeah. nice courts. They were kind of the first. Were they the first in Queensland that were dedicated so pickleball? I think Miami were. No, I think Bean uh, Lee was. Miami had two. No, I reckon Bean Lee was. <laughs> Let's get on to task. Let's talk about what happened back on. The 11th of January. So the 11th of January was the draft. It was a live event, um, and it was hosted by one of our favourites, the beautiful Gordon. Oh, oh no. He was the official draft Can commentator. Can we agree? Can we agree the sexiest man in pickleball? Mm-hmm. Can we? Is that just unanimous? Can yeah. we also agree how hard of a job that would be yes. just to say, like, oh, that's a great pick every time? Because you couldn't just say, no, that's a horrible that. pick. Yeah, And there were horrible picks. <laughs> mm, there were, there were, yeah. but it was very professional and uh, and enlightened me on some of the players that I actually never heard of before. So I thought well, it was we're going to well pretend done. that we know them all. Okay, personally, I I really appreciated uh, the fact that all uh, people on the draft, I guess, coverage had to you know just figure out on the fly some of these last names that were being mentioned. Like yeah, I had well, no idea well, where I'd start. With Sanj, she was super confident. 
in the in the, the commish. Yeah, the commish. Commissioner. Sanj Carter. Big shout out. Big shout friend out. Friend of the podcast. Did she give she everyone is. hope that you were going to get selected? Because God, she was good. Yeah, she followed you up. Hey, can you you put up your photo? Can you do your players' details? I said, like, Oh, Sanj, do, do you know something photo. more than I know? That's just a cheap way to get Collins. Well, I, I got a confession to make. I mean, I didn't nominate for the draft. But I know you two did. You're on the official draft list. Mm, yeah. So I'm basically a free agent. Okay. Um, so still available. Still available. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not even on the alternate list. Um, we'll get no. into what the alternate list is. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm on another list. That's just a power move. It's a color list. Sponsorship yeah. list. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the sponsorship lounge. Me and Steve Smith. We'll talk about him as well. <laughs> I text him. He hasn't texted back. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the club. See you welcome in the sponsors. The high roller stable. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing yet. Nothing back. But uh, yeah. So what happened was uh, twelve new teams, uh, or should I say, uh, eight new teams, four existing teams, um, and forty-eight players were picked. Now, prior to the draft, there was twelve captains that were nominated. So on draft day, there was only thirty-six picks. Um, I believe there was somewhere around 300 nominations um, of players that want to get drafted. And I have it on very good authority from a friend of the podcast that um, in the lead up to the draft, the commish, she actually asked all captains for a confidential but preemptive list of, of who those captains were considering for each team. Mm. and approximately 75 players were sort of on that list, if that makes sense. So out of the 36 that ended up getting picked up by the 12 captains, um, there was actually 75 players. So uh, if you're listening to this and you're a player and you got told by one of these captains, I was going to pick you, I think that was genuine. It wasn't bullshit to try to uh, Mm. make you feel better. Mm. Um, And I'm not sure if either of you boys got a message from any of the captains to say, look, you, I was, I was going to pick you, but then this happened. Like, I, can my you phone's d- been on airplane mode for a while uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So maybe there's a couple of other people that we can speak about that maybe got those messages, etc. Cause we do know that there was of course, lots of players that uh, missed <coughs> out, unfortunately. And, and, and quite notably players that were a part of uh, season one in 2023 that missed out. I mean, uh, I think approximately half the players got drafted who played in it last year and half didn't. Mm. And what's interesting about that is there's actually even more teams. So there's a few more spots. So uh, what happened was it was opened up. It was opened up to um, a few international type players. And um, that was a bit of a point of conjecture about whether or not this newly formed league was really ready to expose itself to international players because for every international player that got picked it took away a spot for a yeah. local player an australian based player should i say but i think it's awesome that this league is encapsulating new zealand and asia um, there's six events this year uh, four of those will be in australia one will be over in new zealand and one will be in uh, an asian country i think it's yet to be decided i thought it was decided vietnam oh really yeah oh uh i think that is not the MLP. Okay. I think that is... Um, a boys' uh, trip? That's a brocation. <laughs> I absolutely know that. It's, um, no, that is with Jan Papi, who has the W... Like, he calls it the World Championships. Who? He calls it the World... Jan? 
Crappy, that's his league. Oh, yes, Pat. he's the one that hosted the Bali. Bali uh, trip, yep. the, uh, the Thailand. Thailand. Yep. He brought it to the Gold Coast in Pimpama. Yeah. And then he's going to do one in Vietnam. Pimpama. He's an international Pim- it's pickle Pimpama. icon. That is the American accent just butchering a local Pim- suburb. Pimpama. It's Pimpama. Like grandma. Pimpama. 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 Hmm. Okay, so we might not. We'll just we say might, Asia, yeah, Asia is open that if, tournament. If, we don't know exactly. If you're listening to this and you're part of the MLP, do not book a ticket to Vietnam. No, well, well, book it if you want to join yeah, the boys. Book it, yeah, not, because they, yeah, not we, yet. Yeah, and we not are yet, because that is totally unconfirmed. And we should have our own draft for our brocation. Mm, okay. But our first event is happening in Sydney on the 23rd to the 25th of February. Um, now we're going to go through team by team and. Talk about the players that uh, were picked up. Um, we're also going to talk about some of what we think is going to be the result of this matchup and um, potentially some, I guess, predictions on what the scoreline might be. But first of all, I want to make a big, big shout-out to the number one draft pick, awesome. Lucas Pasco, uh, hailing from the Gold Coast, still in school. Yeah. Goes to Merriman, I believe. Yeah. Catholic schoolboy. Um, we have all played with and against Lucas for last two years. Yeah. And uh, his we could all see it in him, right? We could all see that mm, if he took this seriously, then he's going to be dominating us. Um, yeah, but Lucas Pascoe, I mean, he's only age, I think, I think he turned 17 this year, um, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, he's put in the work. He was first pick. Um, well-deserved. And, and totally well-deserved. And it's going to be really exciting to sort of see how he goes this season. But um, the draw was released last week. Um, so we have we have round one and we have round two. And uh, there's some really, really interesting matchups here. Yeah. I'll just quickly take you through what I think is probably the biggest matchup in round one which would be the Sydney Smashers versus the Brisbane Breakers. That is going to be a huge, huge clash because both teams are absolutely stacked with talent. Um, but first of all, we might kick off with uh, with the first match, yep. uh, the Southern Stars versus the Gold Coast Glory. And um, if I could just throw over to you, Colin, to take us through the players that were selected for the Southern Stars uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. So I do apologize if I um, butchered your name, but uh, I'm going to try <laughs> hey, my best. This is what we're here for. This uh, is exactly this is what, what builds content. I cannot <laughs> wait. So we all know Jai. Um, oh, Jay. Well, Jay, Jai. Um, <laughs> G. I. I call him a bully because he whooped my butt in Bali, um, yeah. but such a legend to uh, play with and play against. Real positive guy. Um, so he was the captain of the team. Can we also make sure that you're saying last names? I mean, don't, don't skimp out yeah. on butchering uh, the yeah, I apologize, yeah, Jay, but I'm going to call you Grey Wall. Kind of like Griswold. This is how nicknames get started. Yeah. yeah. By the end of this, also, I want to go with who has the best nickname. And cool. and maybe we can create one. Because there's a gentleman, his last name's Wild on uh, one of these teams. Oh, yeah. I've already I'm got your brains ticking, I yeah. can tell. So I'm thinking. But uh, followed by um, <laughs> Jai slash Jay, we have uh, Zio Yi Yang Beckwell. That is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. I've, uh, I will say I've never played um, 
with her or against her yet. So I look forward to seeing her skills out there. Um, if she's been picked by Jai, then obviously she's got to be a, a good quality player. Her du- uh, duper rating 5.41, very strong. That is uh, very strong. Then we have uh, through uh, New Zealand, we have Connor Robert Shaw. I actually have witnessed him playing in um, Brisbane. Uh, there was a tournament um, that we are looking forward to potentially playing uh, against him, Ty and myself, but I think we we're on two sides of a pool um, and didn't get a chance to play him. But uh, duper rating 4.82. Um, and then last that rounds off that team is uh, Yu Shi Hezi. I like it. And Duper rating 5.19. Um, and yet again, I have not played or um, seen her play, but I look forward to uh, seeing them on round one of the Sydney tournament. Very good. Right. They got, um, so they are up against the Gold Coast Glory. Now, this is a team that is heavily stacked. One of the original teams. Yes. Captained by Sarah Burr. Yeah. And she's new to the scene, <laughs> not very decorated. Bit of an underdog. Mm. A surprising captain, you think? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> she, that is well royalty. Deserved. That is yeah. royalty there. Um, obviously, building a lot of her career with uh, the Doc, Martin Clark. Um, now Sarah's leading the Gold Coast glory. And she picked in the first round, uh, Danielle Townsend. And now, so Danny... She represents Australia in ping pong. Is that right? Or, ooh, did I, I say ping pong? That's yeah, probably ooh, table tennis shit. is the proper shit. name. Yeah. Edit, edit, edit. No, that, no, that has to stick. Yeah. Table. You made your bed. <laughs> ping pong. Ping pong's what you play at parties, mate. Table no, tennis is what you win medals that's for. That's beer pong. Uh, and we can, that can be a whole other podcast if we want. On, we need, on, to, we need to record this in the afternoon. Then we can have some beers, I think. Yeah, true. Can I just yeah. can I just ask you, uh, maybe both of you, the, the view on Sarah's <laughs> first pick being Danielle, um, solid and yeah, solid. But the there was there was a bit of a, a a strategy behind it, and I guess a strategy that changed. You know, we we kind of have a bit of an inside line or inside sight on on this um, in terms of. It was a bit of a, not a late, late call, but it was a change of mind from the skipper, Sarah Burr, to pick Danielle. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ty, because I think you know a little bit more than me, but it was more or less based on how shallow, per se, the talent pool on the women's side is versus the men's. So most people, I think, would have thought that Sarah would have picked a male first, um, but she picked Danielle. And I guess there was a little bit of strategy as far as I think I'm aware um, in that, what, what kind of was that from your point of view? Well, look, I think I think Danielle was a good first round pick. I think she had been meant message, uh, messaging a few of the players that she was thinking about, but was actually surprised that Danielle was still there mm. in, in the draft. And yeah, with a <clears throat> especially on the local level, the um, having a someone who's such high caliber that you can actually train with yeah. that is a female. I mean that that was just a super solid pick. On, on, on her behalf. So um, I thought it was a great pick. Now, third round, she chooses Alex Fairbanks. He's an absolute weapon. I know he's a... Out of Sydney? He's out of Sydney. He's a, uh, a single specialist. Mm. He's got a 5.14 duper rating. Um, 
I saw him play some really good games. I think he played one really uh, good game with with Mike, I believe. They they did have a win. I can't remember over who, but um, yeah, he he um, and look, he's obviously a, a tennis convert. You could tell even by his stroke. But he's a again covers so much ground. He's long. He's lanky, and the last pick. Now this is a surprise, and we should definitely get into this. Is Roman uh, Estareja. I'm going to say that. that so that was Hispanic, right? So that was my Spanish. Mm. And if you were to ask him, if we were to get Roman on the podcast, I'd say, what's your last name? He'd say, Estareja. Wow. Yeah, that's, exactly. exactly. That's and that's why you guys brought me. Mm-hmm. That's why you guys brought yeah. me there. Spanish wild um, Unless he's like, unless he's like a, a white boy, in which case he'd be like, that's how my grandma pronounced it. <laughs> right? Um, now, this is my, look, and we can say this because we're American. This is my big shout out to you Americans who are coming over here. Who are not going to listen to this podcast. Yeah, who won't. But let it be known that I said, you guys better bring your shit. I'm, I'm being dead serious. You've got a duper rating of 5.75. You're, you're, you're hot shit. Mm-hmm. But don't come to another country with an overinflated duper. Because if Aussies are really good at one thing, it's taking the piss out of people who are overconfident because the Aussie way, in my opinion, is <laughs> call yourself the underdog, have a laugh at yourself, and then overperform. Mm. Americans, we're just the opposite. We'll, we'll mouth, 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 mouth until it's time to show. And then, yeah, and yeah, some, some bring it, some don't. But if you are saying you're a 5.75, you better bring that shit, man. Just to clarify, are they saying they are, or is that just that's, that's what their, their rating? rating? Is. But that would be through no. playing tournaments, well, and, that, and they got the rating that way. That's their official duper rating. I mean, if I played Adam Hall ten times, it was all duper. I'd be like a six point oh. Oof. Yeah, well, yeah maybe at that point you'd be world champ. <laughs> you wouldn't have a that paddle a sponsor though. Yeah, well, I'll be playing on my wooden paddle. <laughs> That's true. So anyway, now look, I'm sure he's an absolute weapon. 5.75 would mean he's he would be one of the absolute best yeah. um, in Australia. He should be technically able to towel up most men here. And Taco, you've just put him on notice. You better bring 100%. his shit. And, and mm. you better come Capital pronouncing S. that fucking last name right as well. <laughs> Don't come to me with this white boy crap. Roman, looking forward to meeting you, by the way. Welcome to Australia, buddy. And uh, just to summarize, I think um, I guess one of the one of the uh, I guess better listens and 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 I guess critical analysis that's really happening behind the scenes, and this is the best bit about I guess a new league. Um, ben Coston, um, he was part of the Brisbane Breakers last year. Um, he nominated for the draft. He um, disappointingly wasn't selected for a team. Um, and he's had he's had a lot to say in regards to the draft, um, I guess the, the the makeup, the way it unfolded. And I personally have really enjoyed listening and reading a lot of what he's got to say. And he's actually put together what he thinks will be, um, I guess, some predictions, some results out of round one. And I'm just I'm just looking at it now. You know, from his point of view, he thinks that the Southern Stars are basically going to get smashed. They're going to get smashed by the Gold Coast Glory. It's going to be a four-zip scoreline. No need to play a Dream Breaker or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, in both gender doubles, both mixed doubles, uh, it's going to be a walloping. Um, what are your predictions on on the scoreline, boys? Oof. Do you share Ben's 
I, uh, confidence that the Gold Coast Glory can basically obliterate the Southern Stars. I uh, I believe Gold Coast will win. Um, not sure convincingly 4-0. I'd like to, I'd say 3-1. Um, but after reading uh, what he's written here, he's got some fair points. Um, like I said, I don't know a lot of these players as of yet um, on the Southern Stars other than Jay. But uh, I do know, um, I believe Sarah and Danielle will definitely take it for the um, girls or women's, I should say. Um, but yeah, 3-1 is my prediction. Look, if it goes to a dream breaker, Jay's going to smash them all in singles. Jay, Jay, Jay's, Jay's, the, Jay's the best singles player on mm-hmm. that, on that, of the eight. The thing is with a dream breaker, though, you, know, you only get to play three points and True. then you rotate it out. So he might win his three points, but can the rest of his team really pull the slack and, and also win some points to... Uh, all right, what's the next match? We got we to gotta get a move on. Yeah, we do. We really do. Matches. So Melbourne Mavericks versus New Zealand Hustle. I'll take you through the Melbourne Mavericks. Uh, captain by Aaron Blitz, last year's Melbourne Mavericks captain. Um, he's picked up Damien Spizzo, Tina Bianchi, and Coco Lococo. Coco. Took my name, I know. Damn. My boo thing right Coco there. is one of our favorite. What an awesome is, name. Yeah. There, there isn't many better <laughs> names in Major League Pickle than Coco Lococo. Mm. Over mm. on the New Zealand Hustle. Very impressive team, by the way, and, and, and I think they're mostly three out of the four of them are New Zealand-based. So they've got a real strong opportunity to actually train a lot together, train yeah. well together, and come over here and really put on a good showing. I wouldn't be surprised if these guys can finish um, the season you know, in, in the top three or four teams, to be honest. Um, but we've got Matt Carter. We've got Kyle Watnow. Watnow. Anna Clarice Petromino. Hello, Clarice. Is um, Kyle have the highest stupor rating? Kyle Watnall apparently is an absolute weapon. This, this is Mike Newell's gun. He, he had him scouted as, as, as being... Is he ex-tennis? Has Mike got something to do with him from a tennis background? I'm not sure, but Colin, why don't you just make up... Just create his background. Uh, well... Based on yeah, his how, shoulders, how does he, look? he looks like an ex-Olympic swimmer. Okay, um, so he's an ex-Olympic swimmer. He's transitioned from butterfly to freestyle, and because of that maneuvering in the water, he is slippery on the courts. That's right. And he has webbed feet, fun fact. Mm, that is true. don't know if any of that's true <laughs> at all. And then we're rounded out by Alexis Contrato. Is that Spanish? Thai? Well... I, I can try Spanish. it if you uh, want. Maybe Italian. Contrato, but yeah, I think that Italian. is uh, Italian. Now, we'll confess, we don't know too many players uh, in that team besides I the have, Maverick, I have played with Matt Carter. I played with him in um, the Gold Coast, Pimpama, the okay. that quote, World Championship game. <laughs> yep. we, we were on a big teams event together. Super Salt, very long. Um, he takes a lot of the dinks out of the air. Um, very consistent. Um, not an overly aggressive Player, passive, Not consistent, solid, um, great dude. Um, but as far as um, Clarice, I have no idea. It looks like Matt Carter is also sponsored by Selkirk. Oh, why do you bring that up? Well, if you have a Selkirk t-shirt and a Selkirk paddle, I just assume he's a <laughs> Selkirk athlete. Yeah, I thought it might have something to do with you hitting this. Oh, it's a great paddle, and if Selkirk listens to this and they want to donate a paddle. That's uh, why I'm sponsored by Billabong. Please, uh, lefty paddles only. You, you, you. <laughs> they are the paddle that looks like a freaking cheese board, right? Yep, love yeah. it. 
That's cool. I actually nice. served cheese on it nice. to Lindsay. Nice. Bit of brie. Um, I think, I mean, ultimately, I think the New Zealand hustle are probably going to be too good for that. If you look at the strength of the, the men's pairings, I think that's where it'll be. Um, it'll be a bit, bit of a dominant performance there. And then I, I guess, you know, in the mixed, um, if the boys can sort of lead from the front there, I would expect them to do you know, pretty well too there. So uh, favourite friend Ben Coston predicts that it'll be 3-1 to the hustle. To the hustle. One. Wow. I'll yeah. check sports bet to see what it's paying. Yeah, I think you might have to go to the Northern Territory to get some odds on that one. <laughs> Very underground sport at the moment. Um, our next uh, encounter will be the Western Vipers versus the South East Asia Surge. Um, the South East Asia Surge, of course, had the first pick and they chose Lucas Pascoe. Um, so if you can take us through the rest of that team, Colin. I knew that was going to be <laughs> yeah, the case. Uh, must be some difficult last names. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, start off with the captain, uh, P. Chunkoa. <laughs> and that yeah. is just how her mom pronounced it. Yes. Uh, I think it's Pei. 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 I have seen her play. She is a weapon on the court. Um, very good with the dinks and the speed up. So her and Lucas as a pairing, I think is going to be unstoppable. What's her biggest strength, the dink? I'd say her backhand. Backhand. Very strong. So uh, on the backhand, she makes you pay. She makes you pay, and she moves you around with it. Um, and she can, if she wants to go line all day with that backhand, she can. And you know when you're on the, on the kitchen and you're facing uh, your competitor, and you, you have to dictate where your front hand with that paddle. Is it going to be inside towards your chest? Are you ready for a backhand going middle, or are you going to have it outside? Um, and she kind of off speed sometimes. So, yeah, that's going to be a big uh, matchup for people. On to the next name that I will uh, butcher, Yuraya. Yuvraj. Yuraj. Yuraj. And um, lastly, that rounds that off is Yuin Heshing Sikang. Perfect. And uh, <laughs> I have not seen uh, them two play yet, but uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing them in Sydney. And uh looks like uh, three right-handeds yeah. and one lefty. But what we do know, again, Lucas. Um, he's we, number one pick for yeah, a reason. Yeah, we've seen him play so many times. Everyone knows he's got this hidden... Backhand dink mm-hmm. that you literally have no idea if he's going cross court down the middle or right at you if you're in front of him or in your face or in your neck. Yeah, <laughs> he is so it's like he's like a viper movement with that thing, and you almost just have to be ready for it. There's no relaxing place on the court to be when you're playing with Lucas. My, my only, uh, I guess, feedback if you do play him is um, get in a crouching position because if it is going head high, you can duck always. But I, when I play against him, I try to stay as low as possible. It is really hard to uh, even see it coming. I mean, it's a, a backhand speed up that comes towards your chest, your face, and if you don't hit it, you're at risk of it just dropping in just before the baseline. Yeah. Sometimes it hits it long. But you don't see it coming. I, I always love uh, Mike Newell when he's talking about what balls are appropriate to speed up and he has that green zone above the hip. Yeah. He's got the orange zone, hip to knee, and he's got the red zone, knee to feet. And I would argue that Lucas Pascoe can turn red-amber zones into speed-up zones. Yeah. Like He has an uncanny ability just to roll and uh, it'll catch a lot of players off guard. And he's so relaxed for a young dude. I've mm. never seen him get fired up. He just seems so 
So chill. Is he now a sponsored athlete? Yeah, I think he's with Jula. Wow. Was it Jula or Eula? <laughs> no wonder you better have any free. If you yeah. spell something with a J and you don't want me to pronounce it, then maybe don't start it with a J. I'm my rule is Jula. my rule is the country of origin wins, and I don't know where they're from, so we, this is just open for debate. Again, what we say goes, so let's lock it in. Are we going to go Eula or Jula? I'm going to vote Eula. Why? Sounds exotic. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think Eula with my um, speech impediment is easier to say. <laughs> Eula. Eula. Right, that's two. Well, it doesn't matter your vote. Yeah, Holly, doesn't I was actually going Jula. And if you do say Jula, um, it's Sounds five. Sounds like a Jolly Rancher. Jula. Jolly Rancher? What's yeah. a Jolly Rancher? Never had a Jolly Rancher? Oh, that's for oh. another podcast, another day. Wow. Okay. Missing out anyway, and the, then they are playing the... the Western Vipers. Oh. Yeah, so, let, and yep. so now oh. I know that that is... Um, Andy Horge's team. So Andy, uh, little guy. Second round pick for the boys um, trip. He's on my he list. He is. You know what? He's we, a dude. We He's had a dude. such a good time with him at Slam Jam. This was, I think, might have been his first one. I don't know how old he is, but um, he was drinking like he was barely legal. And um, He's pretty good on the beer pong table, he too. Is an, uh, yeah, flip cup, maybe champion. Um, beer pong towed it up. But what a great attitude, man. He was just... Yeah, anyway, Legend. he really enjoyed himself. I love his attitude. He's, he is a tennis player. I think he and his sister um, were pretty high-level tennis players, have switched it um, to full-time pickleball out on an island out there in – where are they? They're just in WA. Do we yeah. know where, though? Well, you just said an island. I was going to say Perth, but Perth is an island. So Sure it is. No? No. Okay. Again, yeah, trying well, again to see, what we it? say goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so then he has on his team uh, Casey Rogers and, f- oh, 5.29 Duper. Is she the Canadian? We might have to. Have I think she is. I, I think she is. She looks nice, like, also, so Canadian. Yeah, it, yeah. That's, like, she would that's say. such a fair shout. Apologies. Yeah, she is. Sorry. She's using your she Canadian title as well, the Selkirk. So, yeah, so she is. Um, again, Mike, um, we'll have to get him on the podcast. He seems to have everyone pretty well scouted. By the way, westernvipers.pb on Instagram. They have 158 followers. I think that might be in second place right now behind the Sydney Smash. Oh, the Glamour team. Exactly. And then we also have Michael Russ. Um, he's got a 4.54 duper rating. Now, that is maybe one of the lower duper ratings. What are you? I mean, what am I? What should do? I, I'm a 7.2, but no one knows it. I'm going to BS to that. That's I'm fair. Actually, How high does it go? Does anyone know? You're a 4.674. That's bullshit. Well, that's what you are. No, and, I think and for I, singles, I, I, you're unrated. I, I, that's very true. That is very true. Um, now, skipping around a little bit, that might be the lowest duper rating. But again, he could be out there in WA, and Andy's thinking, "Hey, I need someone to hit with." Totally. Right? So and, and so so that could actually be maybe the best pick because if you're out there, let's call it what I said on, on an island without training. Um, you know, taking someone from a 4.54 to a 4.8 or 9, I mean, literally, that's just reps, man. Mm. That's just reps. So if, if they're out there taking it seriously, man, they could be a they could be a little dark horse team out here. 
Mm. Um, not trying to sound like uh, Gordon Watson and just thinking everyone's amazing, but uh, that, that's <laughs> that is actually a you know that that's actually probably a good shout. I am hoping he lives out there in, in WA um, with Andy. I just really can't wait to find out if Andy actually lives on an island. I, f- I feel like that's... No, no, for this story, he does. Yeah. Okay. For this story, mm. he does, yeah. And apparently he rose to the mainland for training. He actually did. And groceries. Actually, and no, no, he rode a dolphin. <laughs> okay, our friend Ben Costin, he thinks it'll be 3-1 to the surge in this one. Moving along, we've got the Northern Crocs versus the Fast Fours. Northern Crocs... They feature one of our favourites, actually. Uh, she was a newcomer on the scene last year. Um, it always throws me her – I know how to pronounce her first name because it's Rose, right? But yeah. it's like kangaroos. That's that's how it reads, Ruse. Again, while she's here, we're going to call her Ruse. Yeah. Yeah. So Ruse Van Riek, she's Dutch. Um, she, however, uh, didn't pick herself. Summer de la Bonna, she picked the captain. Rose uh, in her first pick, which was a fabulous decision. Um, Summer, a very, very accomplished, accomplished, sorry, uh, singles player. So she if it was, goes to a dream breaker, oh, look out. She was great to watch. We, I watched her have such an amazing. It might have been a final against Amelia, and uh, it was an. I think it was a yeah three setter or something like that. And um, man, they had some epic battles actually. An epic battle, man. Both of them were were so good. And in, in Summer, I think got her in the end. Mm. Then we've got uh, a gentleman from India, um, huge pickleball community over in India, and we can't wait to see um, what a number of Indian players who are part of the MLP this season sort of bring to the table. Um, and it's, it's actually a huge travel schedule when you think about um, where they'll be coming from just to play in these six events. So my hat's off to them. But we've got Armin Bhatia. Um, he's coming over, and we've also rounded out by Nielsen Chen. Um, okay, now, Crocs. now Nielsen, I've seen play, and I don't know if I ever played against him um, while playing in Asia. I have seen him play. He is he's long. He's 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 quite a tall dude, and fast. I mean, he is one of the like uh, everyone you know who knows uh, Ton. Yep, he's very bouncy. He's very bouncy. Yep. He's in one place one moment. He's in the next place the next, and lots of movement. Obviously, sometimes leading to a lot of errors. Um, super exciting, super exciting player. My question is: these guys, um, Arman and Nielsen. So, are these guys jumping on a plane every couple of weeks, or are they planning on staying here? Good question. We probably have to ask the skippers. The skippers would probably know. You know that, that's, well, the tournaments are, are spread out. That's got to come into it, right? Well, they're not going to be practicing with each well, how other. Do you that's do that, for sure. How do you how'd you do that draft day? Like, hey, my pick's coming up in four picks. I'd like to choose you. Yeah. But do you have the funds? What's your work schedule? I'm guessing pickleball isn't supporting you and your family at the moment. You know what? How, how do you how do you even have that conversation? Well, I mean, I do know for a fact after talking to the commish, Sanj Carter, um, yeah. the MLP did, did a mountain of work to pre-qualify everyone and okay. make sure that they could actually fund self-fund their travel arrangements because while there's a huge, huge, huge prize pool on offer, seven hundred thousand dollars across these six events, yeah, um, and. Hopefully, all players can 
you know, invariably <laughs> have some success and actually win some prize money. Um, but basically you've got to come into this from the point of view of your self-funding. Um, and I do know that, you know, they take it very seriously over there at the MLP. Um, and, you know, basically you have to share your flight details even ahead of time to make sure that you're, booked you, you've booked, yeah. you know, there's no flight risk. We don't turn up on the 23rd of February and we've got five internationals missing because they're just like, oh, shit, I didn't thought the Qantas tickets would be a bit cheaper than that. Yeah, by the way, captains, if they can't make it, you got Adam Hall, he's got a 3.91 duper and, and he is ready. Free agent. Oh, <laughs> there you go. We look after our own here. That's for sure. All right, moving on. Who do we got next? Well, they'll be playing well, fast fours. The fast fours. And this fours. is a good team. And and Great this team. this unearthed, I thought it was a new player I'd never heard of, never seen. Uh, we should talk about the skipper. He wasn't. He's not the player I'm talking about. Mm. George Wall. Oh, now, far out. When dude, George came on the, on the scene, wall. holy dooly. Whenever, whenever you have a new player yep. that comes on the scene, right? Yeah. And he parted, partners for the first tournament with Doc Martin. You know he must be a weapon. That's right. Recru- yeah. Highly recruited. When Doc's he first a, came, Doc's good for that. He, Doc he, is very yeah. good for that. If yeah, if you're playing with Doc, you, you you've got some credibility. Well, Mike Newell always says it. Number one rule of pickleball: always pick a good partner. Yeah, that's and right. why he's never picked me yet. <laughs> Still waiting for Look, the call up. George Wall actually was a collegiate tennis player. Um, so he's playing what does collegiate mean for uh, our Australian listeners? Yeah, you know what? Again, I have to dumb it down for you, Holly. D1 um, offered. So he, yeah, uh, so he got would have had a full-ride scholarship to a college. So you didn't pay for your school in exchange for playing tennis for the school. Right. We could probably look up which college. I don't know exactly. Uh, Dartmouth. <coughs> so that's Ivy League. So that means he's a genius as well. Right. He right. does look like a smart cookie. He He's a very big Harry Potter vibe around him. I mean, I think he, I think <laughs> a he bit has of wizardry. Yes, he has. He has a bag with multiple paddles, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has a little magic stick in there. He's whipping it around. Yeah, he is a cool dude, and you know what, man? He is. Yeah, he came onto the scene. He, he loves pick up. He actually had a, a pretty bad injury last year to his back, which is always a scary one. Mm. Um, but last I spoke to him, he said, you know, he's feeling good. Um, and this is actually getting down the list. We got um, Michaela Hart. Who know? Have we seen her play? Yeah, mate. Oh, of course we have. She's a weapon. Oh, hello. She was also the the tennis stud, right? She has like her her stroke. She's when I was watching her play singles. She stays back a lot, like that's ingrained in her from tennis. But she was hitting shots with such power and spin. She and she could almost place it wherever she wants. She is She's one to watch. Really good. Her and Summer were were awesome newcomers. Of course, Amelia as well. Um, and we also have Talia Saunders. She has a four point eight six. Um, again, not sure where she's from. I, I believe she played for the Melbourne Mavericks last year. Did she? Okay. Yeah. So she's a part of the MLP. Then we have Ollie Gray. Ollie Gray. Now, this is the revelation for me. Okay. I had never heard of – I had heard of Ollie Gray. Of course I'd heard of Ollie Gray. Played against Ollie Gray, Runaway Bay, training, that elite group that I'm no longer a part of. Didn't get an invite. Yeah, Mike just shut it down one day and said, I'm just going to – 
Put, put the OGs back in this one. And I'm like, no worries, man. I'll wait for my invite. Never can. There's still a friend request pending, well, Mike, if you just check your face. Um, but Ollie Gray, birth name is Barry Oliver George Gray. Oh, fun fact. Wow. And B-O-G-G is the acronym then. Bog. Bog. My boy, Bog. I, I think Barry's a far better name than Oliver, but he goes by Ollie Gray. He is, I think, a couple of years older, maybe one year older than uh, Lucas Pascoe, but they are the two bright lights in, in southeast Queensland pickleball. He, I think he's originally from north Queensland. Don't correct me. No, I believe you're me. right. I've seen the um, TV um, news report about him. And is he from Yapoon? Hey, watch we'll your We'll stick to it. We'll stick to that, but I know he's moved down to Brisbane, so yeah. he can really give uh, pickleball a crack, and yeah. uh, it's definitely working out for him so far. Now, I do just want to make us look good, Colin, for one second, if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we did know, ID him at Slam Jam. We, yeah, we we oh, had to we? we had to give Ollie and Lucas a lesson. We had them in the round robin, mm. and as I remember the scoreline, it was Kugler Hall victorious. Over Pasco and Gray. Now that is that is a 2022 scoreline. Okay, summer, hey, they still talk about it, or at least we do. But um, I will never forget it. I didn't know that happened. <laughs> so did uh, we get them drunk before the game? In, in which case, they were definitely under eighteen at that time. They were definitely under eighteen. If, no, we, if you said we, don't, happened, serve, we don't serve drinks before ten thirty at Slam Jam. Yeah, no. Well, well, that would have been a good matchup. Quality control. Well, Except for the quality control it was, team. It was a bad day for them. Mm. Yeah. That, that's what really probably humbled them. Here's the deal. Inspired them. Now, mm. here's the deal with Ollie. I love this little shit. Okay? I do. He's cocky. And that cockiness suits him well when he's playing players that were, are below that 4.5-ish thing. He's showboaty. You know what? That's just being young. That's yeah, just that, totally. that. That's just being young. But as far as like talent, now this dude—he's got talent off the chart. But off the chart, and now, his physique—he's tall. He's rangy. That dude can touch the net from outside the kitchen line. I feel with his bare hand. He's actually a. From what I remember him telling me, he was a soccer goalie. So again, I mean, yeah, hand eye, sure, but nothing. No paddle background, so he's yeah. he's which I mean, look, same same story with Joey Wilde, who we'll get to, doesn't have uh, these this tennis background, but man, he's picked it up. He's he's super fast. Does he try too much shit? Yeah, and I think when he starts to play with guys who know him a little bit with the hands, with the skills, um, you know, it, it it'll be bad news for him. I but think- if he just plays. He just played, and I think George is going to be awesome for him. Great mentor. George is just going to keep him in the game, keep it on court, and when you have your moments, fucking slam it. Yeah, and and celebrate it. And celebrate it, yeah. I think you bring up some really, really good points, and I, I couldn't disagree with any of that. I do think, though, the best thing that all these younger players have got going for them is like this – this new wave, this sense of occasion, um, and I think it was a really inspired pick by George because, yes, he's got a super talented uh, male player as part of his team, but he's he's also got someone that he's going to actually really have to work <coughs> hard to nurture, to educate, to be a friend to mm-hmm. at times, not just a teammate because 
Um, George is so well measured. George will do the right thing all the time, but he's got weapons too. Yep. Ollie's, Ollie's got weapons, but it's a bit of a question mark on whether or not he can do the right thing, which, you know, sometimes the right thing is just actually dinking the ball back over and yep. over and over instead of going for that money shot. But I also think that Ollie is going to have some seriously good highlights out of this season. Yeah. He's going to win them some games out of nowhere. I just would like to see him, you know, do the team thing and, and really sort of just play a consistent game more often. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ben Costin reckons this will be a 2-2 scoreline, so this could be the first time Ooh. we see a Dreambreaker. So that'll be very interesting because... Uh, say if it is, does go to Dreambreaker, who do you <laughs> like in singles? George. Yeah, George, 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 George takes the, the cake. Yep. Oh, yeah, always too young, too inexperienced. I, I think that's remember all players have to have a have hit. To, yeah, three I points. Yeah, it's true. It's true. George, I think George will get him off to a good start. Oh, and, and look, and Michaela. Yeah, Hyatt. I mean, and I said Hart before. It's Michaela Hyatt. Yeah, she is so good. I mean, oh, man. I don't know if it is Hyatt or Hart. I think it's hate. Again, it's what I say goes. Mm-hmm. So it's, interesting. It's, She's not uh, here to defend herself. That's exactly right. <laughs> Uh, you want to lock it in? Hate? Yeah, hate. Okay, cool. Lock hate. It. Um, I'm going to skip over the next one because I reckon that's a really good matchup to talk about last. Let's talk about the Asia Aces versus the Eastern Rush. Let's start with the Asia Aces here. Uh, we got Venice Chan. Um, she's one of the two females behind Pini Lee. Uh, we got Wesley Gabrielensi, number one player in the tournament. Now I did see six. I wow. did. I did see on uh, one of our great friends of the podcast, Shannon Burr. Yep. Um, first man, I guess you'd say, of pickleball. He's the first man. Yeah, behind oh, his lovely that wife is Sarah Burr. So good. <laughs> um, he has an awesome YouTube, and if you're listening, you should really check out the Cream of the Drop. Uh, yeah, Shannon, great listen. Shannon has actually got. Uh, four or five interviews that he's done so far. He actually had Wes on uh, the cream of the drop, and I did happen to listen to that. And Wes is an international player. He's really excited about coming over. Um, he's a little older, uh, more mature player, but very well accomplished. I think he's actually in the Pickleball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Is there such a thing? Well, there is. Well, there is now. Yeah. You're in, Wes. Wes. Congratulations, was if you're not in, you that honestly, if, in. if if you're in, let's say there's not a pickleball Hall of Fame right now. There's three people that needs to be. Uh, so, and I'm going to name them. Okay. Starting at the top, Sarah Burr. Next one, because with, without uh, there's no Sarah, there's no uh, the Doc Martin yeah. Clark. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then the next one is has got to be Wes, the OG. Totally. Wesley Vine. And then Wesley it's Vine. and then it's oh, Wes. Wesley. No, you're about Wes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, no, I'm leaving him out of it. He's another I, I, is he American? Look. Yeah, he is. He looks uh, you know you know how I was like way more confident to talk shit about the last American guy? I'm not nearly as confident um, as talking about this guy. However, because <laughs> it's duper br- yeah, however, however, no no no, I'll say it. Bring that shit. You better bring that, you know, you better bring that. Okay, wait a minute. He is. Hang on, we have breaking news. Hang on, guys, hang on. Guys, 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 hang on. We we interrupt this podcast. We have verified proof that Wes Gabrielson is among the 2022 inductees to the Pickleball Hall of Fame. Wes, um, heavy editing here. We we welcome you with open arms. Um, I can't wait to be best friends. 
Uh, I consider Colin one of my best friends, but um, if you bring that Hall of Fame jacket over you with bring you, that jacket, you bring that jacket, you bring that I might trophy, lose a best friend. Time might take. Well, now we can be the three oh, best friends that anyone could have. Maybe then it's four mates, one pickle. Four mates, one pickle. Now it's just getting. Maybe he can be a special handle. guest. We'll get him. All right, yeah, let's we'll, get on to and the David next. Yang. David Yang is the last one. David uh, Yang, an Asian player. Five, you know four, what we two, haven't five, been uh, identifying is it's. Where the number one pick, what round did they pick? So she had the six pick, Chang, and she selected Wesley. So what Wes had, was on the board for six picks, and uh, the Hall of Famer was picked. Six. I mean, this guy is definitely the best player. On the, on the I board. mean, based on Duper. Well, and experience. I mean, yeah. if, you're in, if you're in a form of Hall of Fame. Will he play like the best player in the tournament, though? At the end of the tournament, will we be talking about how good were the performances of Wes, or we'll be talking about another player? Because I, mean, I feel like we're going to be talking about someone way younger than Wes. I mean, no I, disrespect, Wes, to your age. Yeah, and I that was that was Adam Hall, by the way, not your mate Ty here. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are. Call me Wes. Your nose is brown all of a sudden. I do see a uh, knee brace on Wes in his uh, photo, oh, which shit. could hold him back in singles. Oh, but, but Doc wears a knee brace, but it's mental. Hmm. Doc wears mind over matter. Yeah, ankle guys, ankle braces, two knee braces. He's onto something. Yeah. yeah, guys, if I know anything about Wes, he doesn't like to be talking about this way. Yeah, let's move on. on. Okay, call me later, Wes. Yeah. Now this is this. I know this is our favorite team. Let's let's just put it on the table. Wait, this man. is our favorite team, the this Eastern right? Rush. I mean, look, we'll lie to everyone and say if you're listening and you're a captain of another team, we <coughs> you are our second favorite team. Maybe. You are. Yes, you are. Yeah. Whoever you are, you are. Yeah, maybe. But this is our favorite team because it actually contains a lot of players that we actually know. That's um, right. And starting off with the skipper, Katie Hart, um, under the wing of the great Mike Newell, um, yeah. one of our favorites, a lefty with a vicious, vicious, vicious backhand forehand. Like she is an absolute beast when it comes to it. She's got that tennis background. She is a fierce competitor. Um, when she gets going, she is hard to stop. Absolutely. Um, sometimes, sometimes you know, she, it can be a little hard for her to get going, but I think she's complemented herself so well with all her teammates that she's going to be on from moment one, and I can't mm. wait to see how she goes uh, in this and team. She is a competitor. Absolutely. I mean, you got to love it. She, oh God, you do. When she, when she misses a shot or you know or has something, she just put away. I mean, she's smacking her paddle on the side of her leg. She is so, you know, she she is such a presence on the court. She has so much emotion when she plays. And like like you said, Adam, when she's going, she's going. Yeah. You can't and stop that train. Sneaky good at beer pong and flip cup. Also true. Also <laughs> Competitor true. Competitor all that. across the board. I love someone that has And a uh, look, I'm going gonna, uh, gonna to go in with the, with the next one. Um, this is, uh, he is aptly named. In my family, as Brown Daddy, this is my my daughter's second daddy, Vish Masand. Um, look, if there's a game that we enjoy the most, it's pickleball with your mates, and us three plus Vish were the original grudge. We call it a grudge series. So what we do is we have a best of ten series, and whoever wins um, gets to enjoy a free meal. By the losing team, we've done this a few times. We start at five in the morning. Um, you know, we really—it's it, funny how it started off, just so enjoyable. 
Yeah. Oh, I think and we start off. Let's teach Vish this game. Let's, te- let's see if Vish wants see to see if do his it. tennis player can play pickleball. <laughs> and we, Vish and I, in the first tournament, we got third in the QPC. And right away, you knew that he was going to be super, super solid. But what a lot of people don't know, Vish was actually ranked eighth in India in, in tennis. So he's been playing everything paddle his whole life. Another fun fact about Brown Daddy, his parents were number one and number two in table tennis in India. So, I mean, everything's hand-eye. Everything's hand-eye in this family. Racket Um, sports. Racket sports they just love. And and, and he's our brother. Um, Did you humble him in squash? Bali? Yeah, I did. Look, he can get cocky from time to time. And every now and then, white daddy needs to just give him a little spanking. Mm. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, as, as many would know, I've, I've had lots of good games. Could not hold this guy back any longer. Way too good for me. Way too good for most. However, next to him on the men's side, Joey Wild. I love Joey. I love... I love Joey. I love, I love the way he plays, but I also love that he is the only player that plays with a bucket hat. Oh, sunset. With the zip up to his chin. <coughs> Chinny chin. Um, I think that little dangly cord would get in the way of my forehand, my backhand, my speed Too up. Too focused. But, um, yeah, you won't find another bloke that wears the bucket hat. Um, Joey Wild. Yeah. And he is a weapon. He oh. is a weapon. Um, I would probably say he's got a pretty modest-looking duper score at 5.36, but um, a great performer last year um, on the circuit in Australia, um, and I think him and Vish with a, a righty and a lefty. I don't think anyone's going to beat him. Well, I think it's going to be hard I don't to think beat anyone him. Is Joey Wild from the Gold Coast? Or uh, he, Sydney? Is, he is Aussie, but he's been living in Austin, Texas, oh. um, playing extreme high levels. Is that of, the Longhorns? Of Longhorns, baby. You guys like the Longhorns? All right, all right, all right. These colors don't run. Look, if anyone's going to – look, we're being partial. And damn well we should write because that, this is our brown daddy, right? I don't <laughs> think these guys lose. But, four, but, 4-0. Four I don't think these guys lose. Now, what, what does now, Ben say? Who's going to win this match? Ben, well, let, let's finish. Two, two. We got to finish two, the two. roster here. Yeah, we do. Because we One. have Naomi Meta. Naomi? No. Naomi. Naomi Meta. Now, she's from same India. Same name, same name. <laughs> she's from India. And Vish seems to remember her um, from some tournaments overseas and says she is an absolute weapon. Well, she's unrated on the dupe. So, so. Yeah, so I guess this is the only player without a rating. Yeah, maybe. But says she's in besides myself, <clears throat> absolute okay. weapon. Yeah. So I I have super high hopes only because I and we all know Vish is incredibly honest. He's oh. too honest. Mm. He's so if he says she's a weapon, she's probably a weapon. the amount of times I'd yell out and he'd be like, "No, no, no, Ty, come on." Based on her profile photo, she looks like a nice, innocent Indian princess until she's going to slam it in your neck. Mm. But look, obviously, yeah, we're, we're letting it be known. This is our team. These are our, our homies and homettes. Um, we're really looking forward to it. And they are playing who in Aces. round one? In the who? Asia, the Asia races. Boom. Okay. 
Now the final, I left this match up for the very last because I thought this was, this is the matchup of round one. This is the Sydney Smash versus the Brisbane Breakers, two of the original teams from last season. The Sydney Smash are the darlings of the competition. Now you might have seen the news that uh, a former Australian cricket captain and current Australian cricket player in Steve Smith has actually bought the team um, I think with in partnership with a couple of other people. But um, so with will, crypto? Well, I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know. It could be. He also owns Koala mattresses or has an ownership in that. So I think he actually well, used AUDs, not crypto. Yeah. And what um, does buying a team mean? What, what does that get you? How much well, do you reckon it costs? Adam can yeah, definitely. As yeah. a major sponsor. Could you fill us in? Uh, I don't really know what it means. I think it means you will have to give us money. Does he now split the winnings with these players? Technically, he owns them. That's a really good question. Yeah, we should probably start a GoFundMe for Stevie. Probably is not doing too well. No. I would just love to hit a speed up and just claw him right between the chest yeah. and just see his reaction. But then what do you say to him? What's your words? Because you're one of the most vocal guys on any you, – you can be heard from mm. all courts. Yeah. And you got a lot of uh, – yells or war cries that you do but yeah, you just nailed you important. just nailed steve smith let's just say in the nose he kind of goes down he looks back up and you say you're right champ there's nothing better than champing someone ooh, it's really ooh, condescending that hurts calling oh, someone champ. that's the worst yeah you were right champ you're right there's like you're right there squirt <laughs> yeah oh steve champ, champ steve dude Protect the way, your nose. Yeah, Steve, yeah, get down here, play against Holly. Look, he's six foot eight, full of muscles, but nice blow. You won't be too intimidated by him, Steve. Back onto the team for the Sydney Smash with El Capitan, Mitch Hargraves. Probably nominee for a early um, Hall of Fame. He's been cleaning up the last two years. Um, his first pick was Amelia Schmidt, who's currently in the States playing some professional pickleball. So kind of um, following in Sarah Burr's footsteps. Um, next, we have Annie Claire Meyer. She's got a 5.39 duper. Where's she from? You're asking the question and Colin has the answer. Oh, yes. Um, so originally from Thailand, um, okay. has traveled overseas and is now living in Parramatta. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Pretty good and looking too. I'm Annie, I apologize. It. I'm just making that look, all up. It's good content, but uh, we look forward to look, seeing you. My playing. wife's not listening. Good looking chick. All right. We got... Jason Taylor. No duper rating. No duper rating, but Man, looking, I'm looking like a his, fierce athlete. Yeah, but also look at his profile pic. I reckon that's a tennis uh, picture. Maybe. I can't see the racket. It's but, behind his head. But he's also, as you Aussies would say, a ranger. A ranger. Yeah, he's so, ginger ninja. Yeah, so, I mean. <laughs> that's got to be worth some points, right? He looks tall. He does look tall. He looks lengthy. Tall. He looks tall. Yeah, he really does. So, Sydney smash. I think there's a question mark on whether or not he's actually available, though. Ooh, is this drama your, time. Is this your chance? Drama time. Agent, so apparently, one of, dudes, Taco Boy over here apparently one of these dudes um, had a known injury. This is all hearsay. Right? Yes. But let me just. Allegedly. Yeah, but let me just 
quietly share it to all one of our viewers. Apparently, Jason had a known injury. He was selected because the captain wanted somebody else anyway, but wasn't sure they were going to be available for the draft. But the draft had happened, and this person was not in. Now that person is in. Do we actually know who it is? Who's the new? Or is Jason the new? No, I reckon no, Jason someone is, new. is who was picked on draft night. Yeah, but is not on the team. And is unavailable. I believe that to be the case. And who has replaced him? I'm not 100% sure. Someone who's a gun, apparently. And... Um, so, it was so the speculation play. is the speculation is that uh, potentially this was known that he was injured, and ultimately um, an alternate was going to have to be selected, um, and first choice on alternate would go to the first player that was injured, um, and a new player has been selected who um, can replace Jason, but obviously you know. There's a, there's a large alternate list. So anyone who nominated, I believe, is on the alternate list. Right. Um, and obviously that there are a lot of players. Like some of the more notable players, I think, that actually didn't, <coughs> didn't get picked up um, include you know, Martin Clark, Doc Clark, uh, David Richardson, Ben Coston, Taylor Smith, Tarn, Tarn's wife Leona, Beck Kingsley, Deb Rossi, Jane Ruberry. Like just These to name a few. I'm sorry to leave off a few. Mike Newell. Yeah, Mike Newell. You know, like, yep. Adam Hall. There's some huge names huge that names missed that out. We've know. seen in countless tournaments win, yeah. uh, travel, and uh, did not get picked up in this uh, year's um, league. I mean, look, a lot of it, too, I'll say it, it's team vibes, man. Like, some people just play better with other people. Some, some of it's personality matching. You know, some people like the real aggressive, come on, let's, come on, man, let's go. Some people like... You know, the, the over-encourager. Speaking of um, team vibes, yeah. um, who did Ben select for Brisbane versus uh, Sydney there? Well, let's – I'm happy to tell you, Colin. Let's just actually go through the team list of the Brisbane Breakers while we're oh, here. Oh, we haven't yet. Let's talk about high vibes. This is a high vibes team. This is, you know, okay. Southeast Queensland stacked with one international. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ludovica, she selected the Vine Brothers – Wesley and Travis. Now that was that was very interesting to watch the draft. Um, I'm sh- I'm sure you guys always followed along in the draft. Absolutely. The way the draft worked, there was a lottery. So number one pick was allocated to uh, a random selection, a lottery pick, all the way through to number twelve snake draft. And then what happened was number twelve uh, selection, which was the Brisbane Breakers, they got the first pick in the second round. So they actually got picks twelve and thirteen. And what we saw was that Wesley Vine was picked number 12, followed by his brother, Travis Vine. Um, So the Vine brothers are both a part of the Brisbane Breakers, which is, you know, I think it's a really nice fit. I think it's cool to see. And they're rounded out by Isha uh, Lakhani, um, another Indian player. So, yeah, this team is heavily stacked. And that's why you can see it's a a huge, huge matchup with... And um, correct me if I'm wrong, Brisbane won last year? They did. They took it out. Yeah, they had two victories out of the three tournaments. And Lou is the only player that is has stayed on that team. Uh, mm-hmm. Wes was part of the Brisbane Breakers last year, I believe. Yeah. Oh, no, he no. wasn't. Sorry, he was Gold Coast, Coast Glory. Glory. Yeah. What's the story? Morning Glory. Um, he was part of the Gold Coast Glory. So, I mean, a lot of pressure on Lou. Back it up. No one's ever done a repeat. Well, yeah. no one's ever done one. So she that team made history. 
And congrats to uh, the Vine Brothers for a new paddle sponsorship. Money does talk. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, I've actually seen them flip-flop a fair bit with paddles. Have you? They've yeah. been – they had those – I haven't noticed. They had those um, um, uh, gearbox. Oh, yeah. Uh, gearbox those. without the rims. Mm-hmm. Weird. That's weird. They had uh, 6-0. Yeah. Oh, they're not with six year old anymore. They signed with Engage. Wow. Yeah, the Queen, I think, might have had something to do with that. Sarah Burr, she might have a little whisper in their ear. A little birdie chat. So yeah. the boys are now hitting with Engage paddles. What's your paddle of choice, Ty? Um, I play with a Eula. Is that how it's pronounced? I think we agreed. Moving forward, yeah, we agreed. <laughs> okay. It's Eula. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, I don't even know which one. I just, I, but I. It's really funny. A paddle is just feel. You have to have a really good feel with, with whatever paddle you choose. And I'm just not good at getting new paddles. You love if you're listening. I'm just not good at getting new paddles. So what I do, I, I use the same paddle for an entire year. And it's so dead. But it's my dead. I feel a dead paddle. And then, and then all of a sudden I'll get a new paddle. And holy shit. Right? Um, you know, I'm just popping up everything in the kitchen. So Eula's my jam. Um, not for any other reason other than that's kind of just the first one that I had. So this one will go down uh, to the wire, we think, and it um, ultimately it actually could lead to another dream breaker. Yeah. Ben certainly believes so. It'll be 2-2 two, two after uh, the mixed and gender round. So that one will be one to tune in on. Absolutely. Um, now, do we know they are going to be filming these? Yes, they'll be but broadcast on YouTube. Will all matches be able to be seen or are they going to do select? They'll, I don't believe they'll have more than one court being yeah, uh, filmed. So that's, filmed. hopefully we can get a, you know, maybe a word in about Well, I'm, I'm sure they're we'll going to talk to the commission. So we'll talk to the, yeah, the commission's exactly. probably already all over it, man. Yeah, you just got to know yeah. people. I guess ultimately, Adam, the goal for this podcast is we'll come again after the Sydney yeah. tournament, uh, have a bit of a debrief. Correct. See if our predictions were accurate. Yes. See if Ben's predictions That's were accurate. Right. He's really stuck his neck out here and, and he's making most of the, the predictions, which I think is awesome. And I think ultimately we'll have to get Ben um, on this his, show. his view for sure. So I guess that rounds out round one. Now, there is a round two, but we won't go into it. We just really wanted to cover across um, all the players listed. That was really you know, exciting for all those players. Um, obviously, there was lots of players that missed out. Um, there is an alternate list, so if players are injured and can't <coughs> compete, um, there is opportunities for um, other players who nominated to actually come onto uh, a team. Um, the... I guess tournaments themselves are actually bookended by, um, you know, anyone can go and enter to play in the open division. Obviously, yeah. you can, there's a registration process and there's a fee to play, uh, to pay to play, should I say. Um, but it's a really good opportunity for really anyone to compete against these pros. Um, you know, the tournament does have a focus on the team event um, and you have to be picked for that, but um, you can also register. So if you're interested in doing that, you can jump onto the Pacific Pickleball website. All right, so um, as we look forward to the first round happening in Sydney, like we said, 23rd to 25th of February, uh, we can't wait to come back, talk about some results. We'll have a few players that we'll, um, we will actually end up calling to have on, get their opinion, get their views, which will be really exciting. We're going to have lots of locally-based players uh, coming in from time to time as well. 
um, we endeavour to follow this whole league from season one into season two. So uh, the the episodes we re- released a bit sporadically. It's not going to be a week to week sort of podcast, but um, if you have listened, we really really appreciate it. And uh, we Man, thank, sponsors. We thank Great. our sponsors. We've actually episode one. We've already got sponsors. Um, two sponsors, and we do want to say a big thank you to the Gold Coast Mortgage Broker. Absolutely. Who has helped me personally buy my first home here in and Australia. Me. And me. And Ty. Um, just remember, your bank won't tell you about a lower interest rate, but we will. And our other sponsor, California Tacos. California Tacos. And our little slogan is, shut up, need it. That sounds like something they'd say in jail. It's actually, eat tacos, be happy. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's way it. more friendly. And that's and, and we're, we're the winner of pretty much most Mexican food awards in Queensland. We've got um, a location in Burley Heads, Broad Beach. Um, it's all in Queensland. Um, West End and Caloundra currently looking to grow more. But we are looking for more sponsors. So hit us up. Um, like I said, we've already reached out to Amazon, um, Meta. They haven't returned our emails just yet. No. Um, what was the email address? Info at? <laughs> I'm starting, you know, hey, I'm just doing some door knocking at the moment. <laughs> so uh, definitely looking for some sponsors. This is obviously good fun. Pickleball is meant to be shared with, um, you know, your, your your best buddies. And that's, that's exactly what we're doing here. And it's always just fun to be... Uh, with these guys, um, so especially talking pickleball, is a is a great honor. All right, well, thank you so much for listening. This has been Slam Jam, the podcast for the Gold Coast Mortgage Broker and the California Tacos. Tune in next time. We'll see you again. Keep pickling. Keep pickling. Pickle on. <laughs>